<laughs> Could we maybe just touch back on another point you mm. made earlier in terms of that you've been quite lucky that when you've pro- you know take, weighed up risks in and out, you've mo- nine times out of ten or eight times out of ten, whatever you would put it down as, is, have made the right decision. Oh my god, I've made some wrong decisions, Joe. Okay, Jordan. good. Don't, no, no, glad no, to hear. No, that that, oh, that was going to be. Did I give that impression? No, no, that was going to be. I was going to say. You know, I, I always I, so, take the right road. Yeah. yeah. No, I don't. So no, I, I guess from that perspective, then, what first question? Then maybe it's a two-part question. What things do you put in place that help make or consider or help you make a decision that either reduces the risk or helps you pick out the risk so it can be mm. a bit more tangible mm-hmm. um yeah let's go with that first actually so what 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 do you kind of do that helps support making the right decisions so I ask a few questions when I'm looking to move into a new decision and mm. I think a lot of it is based on financials so I think you really need you if you're talking about a business, everything, business is fundamentally about the finances, isn't it? Mm. So a, a, a business, if it's successful, it has to be making money. So you need to be projecting and looking at what your cash flow looks like, because mm. a lot of small businesses, self-employment in particular, people go under because they haven't managed their cash flow. They haven't, they haven't anticipated costs coming in. They haven't charged enough for their services, mm. or they're literally just breaking even and they can't sustain the business because it's not making enough for them to be able to you know they were better off working um working for someone else so they haven't done enough planning and that's really important that people look into those sorts of things so it's about having a buffer people often don't put enough um you know emphasis and importance on having you know a backstop of money it's like you know your rainy day pot for something if it comes up or whatever and the other thing when you're self-employed it's really important you you are everything. So if you're not working, you're not earning. Mm. And so that's why they're the bravest people in the world. Um, You know, in the UK, we've got 3.24 million people working by themselves for themselves. Mm. Um, You know, they've got no PAYE staff, they're earning under 85,000, 3.24 million Mm. of them. So if they're not getting up and going out each day, for whatever reason, they're not earning any money. So they're not bringing anything in to cover their overheads and bills. So what would happen if you were sick? What happens if you had an accident? What would happen to your business? Where would it go? So you've got to like think of all these things. So you've got to be a little bit forward thinking and a planner because, mm. you know, have you got enough rainy day money that could cover your costs for one, two, three months? What what sort of thing have you got in the backup? And if you haven't got it now, what could you put in place to have that sort of rainy day money? Because when you're self-employed, you are very exposed and you presume that, you know, you're invincible, especially when you're young. Mm. Um, all of my kids think that, you know, they're forever and they can fight the world and you know you have that you know that indulgence of that baby brain still which is lovely and I love that thing that you know nothing can knock me down but the reality of an older brain is that let's be a little bit more cautious not financial advisor you know Mm. level cautious but you do need to think about what would happen you know if if I got COVID for and it knocked me out for six months because you don't think of these things when you're sort of running around mad busy Mm. uh, in a sort of growing successful business what would happen if I wasn't here being able Mm. to deliver my service so it's about about forward thinking and planning that's a really important part of being self-employed okay um, so what would you say just that i guess it's that classic classic line of what having like three months worth of costs covered if, probably yeah, yeah i would say so because in that three months if you weren't able to work 
you can evaluate the situation. Am I going to get better? Is it going to stay the same? Mm. You know, is this going to be a long-term thing or what are my options? Mm. But if you've only got like a week's worth of savings to be able to manage your business, mm. you know, you're going to make some pretty rash decisions. And, mm. you know, when in, when emotions are high, intelligence is low, you're not going to probably make the best decisions mm. or certainly not with the luxury of time if you can afford to take three months to see how your health situation is, if that's what it is that's panning out. But, um you know, it's it's important to plan, but cash flow is really important for the small business owner. And so, well, for any business owner, you know, you need to know where your cash flow is, is mm. going to what your runway is. And often you don't need more time, you need a deadline. So that's, you know, don't just sort of think, oh, I'll think about it next week, next month or whatever. It won't happen to me. Mm. You need to have some serious conversations at least every year. You need to reevaluate where you're going are you happy in your business? Are you enjoying it? Or are you just feeling like you're a slave to it? Because mm. self-employment isn't for everyone. Um, and so that's that's one of the things that I always look at. But I I do make mistakes, lots of them, and I've had some big fuck-ups. Yeah, yeah well, we'll go into them yeah. in a minute. But well, uh, well, obviously, in, in as much detail, <laughs> we'll as little detail yeah. as you want to. Yeah, yeah, so I'm not... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what, what um, <clears throat> I guess what what the what i'm still getting from a lot of this and i, I guess this is another point that i want to maybe just keep reaffirming throughout this interview as well is that it's very much you making sure with even that answer is just it's all the practicalities mm, that can boring, be formulating hey? yeah. but outside of that the i guess the next step is it's, it's going to be what it'll be and we'll have to edit as we go if that makes sense if like let's say you know moving into the property side of things it sounds like there is a case of very much right, get the training, get the skills of understanding, get the understand where my finances are. And then as soon as that's all done, we take the step off the edge again. You have is, got is that... to take action. There's mm. no point being in planning mode forever and ever and yeah. strategizing and you've got to implement it and take action. So, you know, nothing happens without action. Nothing mm. happens without sales. Mm. So there's no point being in sort of planning mode forever. At some mm. point you've got to step off and, and start doing. And I think, you know, you can over plan and you can over prepare, mm. <laughs> believe it or not. Mm. Um, at some point you have to just start, even if it looks messy at the beginning. Yeah. And, and that's where, you know, at the beginning I said progress over perfection. Mm. It doesn't all have to be, you know, pristine. I mean, I'm, I do like things to be, um, you know, organized and structured and mm. well presented and delivered and stuff, but I've got to a point now where I would rather just get going. Yeah. Um, and it doesn't need to be perfect in order to still be able to help and make a difference. And you can then adjust and tweak things as yeah. you go along because no journey is ever just from A to B. It's always a wiggly line. And yeah. I think that's what throws people off as well, that it might not be a very clear linear path. Um, often with self-employment, it's like up and yeah, down, up yeah, and yeah. down, up and down. And yeah. you've got to be ready for those bumps in the road and that, you know, nothing is ever a straight line. And, yeah. you know, there is no failure. It's only if you don't get up again, yeah. you know, when you get knocked down, knocked down, knocked down, just keep getting up because yeah. it's only not going to carry on if you just don't get up that last time. So it's almost accepting that as well, right? Because again, I guess that, that squiggly line talking to anyone or maybe anyone listening to this who is like, you know, a nine to five. Mm hmm life isn't a squiggly line it's get up commute work yes. come home that that's like an a to b line yes, all the it time is. right yeah so is that what you want for your life yeah. is that is that how you see yourself in 10 years 20 years 30 mm. years still having that or do you have a career progression mm. that gives you satisfaction which is 
absolutely amazing if you feel safe mm. and secure because you know at the end of the day we all want security and safety often comes from financial security and mm. having that surety but you know the, just this week 800 people have been laid off with no notice over mm, yeah. a 30 minute zoom call in P&O ferries <laughs> I mean what the hell that if that isn't you know yeah. I'm sure they've taken loads and loads of legal advice before they even you know pulled that cord yeah, yeah. but this is the reality there is no safe job anymore mm. so would you rather walk that tightrope mm. of self-employed life and being in charge of your own destiny mm. or do you want to um, be on the other side and have an employed role but not mm. quite know I mean it's yeah. it's a big choice isn't it M moving into moving into the mistake section then just starting it off from a very kind of open with a very open question then can you ever reduce risk to zero percent no something that no you start? there or are no guarantees in life no 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 you have to always know that nothing is a dead bet, a dead mm. certain bet, you know. Okay. Yeah, you, you, you have to make a calculated risk with all sorts. And, mm. you know, some pay off and some don't. But, you know, it's all going to be okay in the end. And if it's, mm. if it's not okay, it's not the end. I think mm. Olivia says that to me often. Yeah, but yeah. you've got to just ride the storm sometimes and just know that you're going to see your way out of it and ask for help i think this is one of the things as well and and you know we've had some some high profile people you know committing suicide and the 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 rate of suiciders seems to be more more common these days where it's sort of publicized and stuff and it becomes when people just don't see a way out and i feel that that the media and the press and the instagram and the social media back people into a corner where they can't either lose face or show that they are not coping or there is always a solution to whatever problem you're facing whether mm. it's financial it's personal it's a situational you know or business or a you know a relationship you know nothing has to be final enough that you take your mm. own life for it it devastates me when i yeah. see another person has taken their own life because they couldn't face yeah. what they had in front of them particularly yeah. when it's financial or they just feel that they can't see a way out there is always always a way out yeah it's, it's, it's actually quite a common theme that i'm starting to see just from a clinical yeah, perspective in assessments at the minute it's like they'll obviously they'll come to me we'll go through things and just decide where the treatment options are and where they need to go just in regards to help their actual difficulties but some of like the the things that they, that I discuss and go through with some of the patients at the start that, that there's this like sense of almost as if like I shouldn't be feeling this way based on what's going on around me yeah. and then I'll be like but you absolutely should like yeah, you're you're having difficulties with your partner or you know you don't like leaving your house because it doesn't feel safe anymore mm. which is causing you distress and upset what do you mean that you know there's other people that I could be helping like you're right yeah but you're here at the minute like you're, you're allowed to mm. feel this way mm. and this is what we're here to do mm. and that yeah there's this really strange like I, I don't even know what to I, I did have it down as a, as a shape of a circle but it doesn't work like that anymore. The, the way that people describe things, it's like, right, they, their insight is fantastic. They'll go through their difficulties, tell them what's wrong with them and their symptoms. And then it's like, right, okay, brilliant. And then they'll make a, a maybe just a, one comment that you feel that there's a sense of guilt and that they shouldn't be feeling this way based on that adversity. And just telling them that this is actually quite normal. Like, you know, I, what I usually do with most people, particularly when they say that, oh no, they feel silly and things like that is I'll always have a, you know, hit them back with a question of, right, okay, let's take you out of this situation, put like one of your most loved ones in it or your best friend. Mm -hmm. And they came and verbalized all these difficulties to you. 
and then they said they then told you how they feel based on those difficulties would you say they're wrong or not and they were like no mm. like, all, mm. they always say no I wouldn't feel bad for them or wouldn't say that they're wrong at all so it's like well why is it then that you feel quite bad about that which is I think there's a lot of reasons I mean our just our whole media and press and our social media feeds and yeah. stuff are stuffed full of this perfect show reel of yeah. this lifestyle that's going on for mm. people that it's um, you know that everything is perfect mm. and it's and it's it's not the reality of what's going on in in, a, in our individual mm. bubbles and stuff. Yeah. But we're we're pressured so much, or a lot of people are so pressured to continue this. You know, it's this swan persona where everything looks great on on the surface, but underneath they're paddling, you know, wildly trying to, um, you know, keep going. And it's it's not a failure to say I'm not coping. This is mm. you know this is too much. I don't know what to do. Um, and it's difficult. Some people don't know how to express feelings or they don't know what they're feeling mm. even. We're so numbed. And I think, you know, screen time and tech and gadgets and all that sort of stuff, we don't ever sit in silence. And <laughs> it's in silence where yeah. we have the answers. We, you know, we move from, you know, a busy office or a, a, a workplace or whatever, straight into the car. The radio's always on. We have our, our, our senses bombarded the whole time. Very rarely do we sit in silence or, you know, we go to the gym, we have music, we have stimulation, you know, we go out, we go with a friend, we talk, we, all those sorts of things. And there's always something going on. We're in mm. such a busy hamster wheel. At what time do we decompress mm. and actually sit and be still and think, God, how do, how am I feeling? How would I describe this feeling? Am I coping? What do I, what is it that I'm experiencing or feeling? Mm. What with regards to, I guess then, if we if we could just just tap it into, I mean, we could use one example and again give me as little as much information as you want, uh, like a failure or a mistake that you've made over your entrepreneurial journey that you would. Just I just you, you give as as a as an example for anyone listening that maybe is there one that you can um, pick out. I don't know whether it's like a mistake because I just feel so many things where they might look like a mistake on the surface. They're mm. just learning experiences, and I'm really I'm really adamant about about mishaps or whatever becoming turned into a learning experience or whatever it's not a failure you know that's the foundation of of all of our growth journey and stuff so just building pocket pa for example mm. you know it's been five years to get to here this hasn't been any overnight success story sure. um, or whatever we're still a little snowflake um but the journey that i've had mm. i could have given up at so many times yeah. I've been really badly burnt by some terrible experiences you know my developers that I've used some of them have been shocking I've had some real stories um, yeah. and things where people have done the wrong thing yeah and I you know I've had to really reevaluate. do I want mm. to carry on in this journey nobody knows about pocket PA it won't matter if I shut the doors now yeah. it was just something I tried and it didn't make and I just thought no damn it you won't mm. get the better of me this what I've made is really important to get out there. Megan needs it. Other people need it. Sure. I'm going to carry on. And mm. the fact that you've, um, you know, shafted me or you've done the wrong thing by me and not acted in integrity, yeah. I'm going to park that and I'm not going to waste energy either suing you or, you know, pursuing you for mm. what um, I believe is is what's due to me. I'm just going to park it, move on and find the next next place that can help me because you weren't the right people for me to work with sure. and I've had to just keep moving yeah. on and pushing on like that but that is again the life of a, an entrepreneur of a self-employed mm. person you can't get too hung up on things that don't work out 
you've got to draw a line in the sand at some point and just keep, keep pressing on sure. and take that experience and put it in your toolbox and park it and don't make that same mistake because if you do make that same then you're the fool that's not yeah. learned from it okay Let, let's jump into pocket pa then so mm. ju- again so that it's gone from healthcare then we went into property mm. and now pocket pa is tech yes <laughs> so that how like again it, how how do you do it how do you adapt into just such a another completely nonsensical to what you've previously oh, done environment obviously natural transition yeah. <laughs> yeah. um so well i've fallen into it totally by accident yeah. so it was all due to megan yeah. coming home that day um and saying i want to work for myself and mm. i would knew that she was going to be amazing she's like a beautiful daughter she's such a kind person she's mm. very um bright and sparky and shines her light beautifully and so when i knew that she wanted to work with people and offer a you know a service um i knew that she would be amazing at what she did but mm. I, my biggest concern was at the end of 12 months she wasn't going to have a business because she wasn't managing all this business stuff mm. and so um we'd scraped her through with some extra math tuition she won't mind me saying to get her um math gcse but she was never going to do maths a level oh, yeah, so i was just like you need to have english and math so we'd had a tutoring but yeah. she has dyscalculia she doesn't understand numbers spreadsheets formulas percentages that completely mm. puts her into a tailspin like lots of people mm. and that's totally fine because you know in the big wide world most times you don't need it so you know we have phones and calculators and um you know clever things that tell us all these um things but for a business, you do need to have a grasp, a basic grasp um, of mm. maths, and you need to have something that's helping you with your finances. So when she said she wanted to work for herself, as I say, super excited, wanted her to be successful. Mm. But I was aware of the vast array of things that she was going to need in her toolbox in order to manage her new self-employed business. And knowing the level um, where Megan was and what her sort of um, you know education was, she got mm. A-levels, but again, she didn't have a degree or any sort of self-employed um training so i started looking for something for her originally that was i was doing my due diligence as her mum thinking oh i'm going to get her something that, things that she could use and i could find an app for this an app for that an app for something else there were so many different tools out there i was almost overwhelmed thinking oh my god which one do we choose for her and then there were all the accountancy software tools say zero quickbooks and um you know these other things and they were all talking about trial balances open closing ledgers forecasting i was thinking oh my god megan will never handle that that is not nothing that is yeah. up her street and so I was worried that she was going to be overwhelmed and fall at the first hurdle thinking oh my god I really want to you know do lashes but how can I do all this stuff is that important because I knew that it was important to her to, to be able to you know file a set of accounts so I was looking and I could find booking softwares accountancy softwares receipt softwares mileage tracking all you know all these different elements that she needed client database systems um but I couldn't find it all in one place and I was really confused. They were all seeming to do a single strand or some of them were overlapping and doing a couple of things, but they weren't doing the whole journey from, you know, joining up all these dots. And I just thought, well, that's mad. I really want her to succeed. Well, how hard can it be for goodness sake? There's all these things out there. Yeah. Let's just put them all together. Then yeah. we must get, we'll take the, the smallest amount that we need from each of them to make a really great system. Mm-hmm. And then Megan can start using that. And so naively, I just thought, oh, well, I'll make it for her. And so began this journey into software with not a single line of coding experience. And yeah. I've never written a line of code either mm-hmm. since. 
Um, but I had this vision and I knew what she needed or I thought she, I thought I did mm. and it had to be in colour. It needed to be something that stimulated and was engaging. It didn't look overly complicated but it was an incredibly powerful tool that would manage all of her business start to finish so that at the end of those 12 months not only was she managing her day-to-day -day stuff, all her bookings and her clients and all of those things but she was tracking all of her income and her expenses, any invoices, any sales, any card payments, any you know journey and mileage tracking all of those things had to be done in one place so that was what I set about trying to create for her okay. and that was so, the journey yeah so well in development and still developing the pocket mm. PA app and you've as you said got absolutely no experience in tech or coding so for someone else who again might have an idea out there of like the next most amazing app or mm. something like that what, what what have you done? Have you just gone to find someone else who can code to code? Yeah, I've with worked you? with developers. Yeah. I've worked with my vision. I've um, I started working um, with teams to sort of show what it looked like. Joining, mm. I'm a very um, logical, organised. I've got like a gazillion tabs open all at <laughs> once, but I can see the overall picture and join up all these dots. So my vision of what I could see, I kept going to all these different people, and they were like, oh. So you want to do this and this and this and this all in one place. And I was like, yeah, yeah. Can you just join it all up? And they were like, oh, there's a reason why that hasn't been done because these are all huge, big applications just in their individual area. What you're trying to do, joining up all these dots and to make it very simple at the front end, do you realize how huge that is? And I'm like, well, yeah, but I, that's what I want to do. So, you know, they were like, oh, sorry, we can't help. And I was like, okay, you're not the right people for me. So I would go and then I would find someone and they would be super excited and then we would get started and then we would reach, oh, you know what, it's just too much. We can't do that. So I would take what they had got mm. and I would move it on to the next team and then we would get a little bit further. And so began this sort of um, movement journey between sort of six or seven developers to my team that I've been working with for the last three years who mm. I finally met somebody that had that same vision and said you know what I can make that for you I can do that mm. and so we've been able to now you know but it's taken all of these different learnings from all of these different um, developers to be able to reach the final version and I think it's almost been a benefit that I'm not on the inside of the coding and the tech side because mm. if I was I would probably have been too overwhelmed to have got started because of the magnitude of what we were trying yeah. to make yeah. but also because sometimes the developers still do sometimes say oh that's really hard to do that's going to be why don't we do it like this and I'm so clear on the customer journey and say yeah. no 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 it's got to look like this and it's got to... and they're like but that's really hard and I'm like okay well still crack on yeah, sort yeah, yeah, that yeah. out yeah. so they go away with that big challenge of having to organize it whereas if it was left to a developer or yeah. somebody that wasn't on the outside developing something they would have created something that wasn't so user-friendly for us and it wouldn't have all the amazing colors that we've got in it, it yeah. wouldn't be so um, vibrant and engaging when people open it um, so that I think has been a plus actually on the journey yeah I was, I was gonna say it's, it's quite funny isn't it just to again you know from anyone who is like at the top or top end of their their profession or what they do you know, to have you as someone who is, as you like clearly said, is completely at the bottom and has no idea. Yeah. Has actually pushed their profession to do just that bit more. Yeah. To show what they can achieve as well, which is, yeah. again, quite a nice feat to kind of achieve. I guess. And it, it kind of, again, puts into context for me as well, just the entrepreneurial side of things that there's so... I, I don't know what from what is going back to the media side of stuff you just get like fed like all the time you can do this you can do that it's money 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 
but then going through your experiences particularly of this app is that it's a case of it's not just doing one thing to deliver to loads of people and then get the finances back what you're doing I haven't made any with, money yet yeah. I'm still pre-revenue I have spent six figures so far and how of long my have you own been money that? and that's been over five years yeah. so far I sold my car last year mm. to yeah. finance the next part of the development and so it's not it's not just an you know as i say it's not just mm. a an obvious trajectory that is just easy to to do i've navigated twists and turns and mm. it's been really difficult and some of the developers that i've had they've all been abroad um i couldn't afford to do it in the uk so mm. i had to look elsewhere for um more sort of um feasible budgets and stuff mm. um and some of the cultures that i've worked with haven't taken warmly to having um you know a white female yeah. you know giving direction and such clear direction mm. and i'm quite direct in mm. what i want because at the end of the day it's just it's just um a job it's a mm. delivery of a spec mm. and stuff so we don't need to fluff it all up we don't need to all be best friends or anything it's a it's a work project yeah. and stuff but they found that very difficult to take direction from me mm. and i probably haven't delivered it the right way because yeah. i'm not soft and fluffy in that way yeah, yeah. um but i knew what i wanted and they were trying to coerce me into a different avenue because it, again it was easier to develop and I was so adamant and stuck to my guns and they couldn't handle um you know that that system and I just thought you know what I can't keep working with people where it matters you know what what gender I am and you know the, all the other things that I felt were becoming barriers that didn't need to be but it was just a cultural difference mm -hmm. between us and you know they didn't have the same work um, ethic as I had and delivery and everything was so slow and I'm so so you know impatient on lots yeah. of fronts so it's taken a while and my team now um, you know are, are, are Ukrainian and if nothing else this war this atrocious war that's going on has shown and showcased to the world how incredibly hardworking, tenacious, the sort of people Ukrainians are. Yeah. And that was what I matched with when I found my team. They had that same work ethic, that same hardworking, you know, idealism of what we could deliver and that same vision. And it's been, um, you know, a, a dream the last three years working with them compared to what I was dealing with the previous two years. It's been really like night and day. So when you find the right fit, things yeah. start to flow. But that's not to say what I've been trying to create and deliver has mm. not been incredibly ambitious because I know it has and I've now got to you know promote it and get brand awareness because nobody knows about us because mm. I haven't been very um, good at getting the marketing that's another thing that I don't mm. have a strength in so that's just as five years ago I didn't know how to make a software product and now I've got that right now I'm at the beginning of the marketing journey and I now need to work out this da Vinci code and this click and this formula of what will um, enable it to get to the next level and to reach all those people that I want it to mm. it's not just an, an app that I made for Megan um, you know that sounds very self-indulgent making your own daughter <laughs> yeah, you yeah. know a tool to make sure she was successful um, <laughs> I know you spoke earlier about not giving them finances yeah but here, Megan, I wanted to give instead, her yeah. that tool um, because as long as she has pocket PA she can run her business yeah. and and she has learned to be successful with this this tool and so on that journey other people have said oh my god can we use it and that's then opened up this oh my gosh I need to make it available to other people mm. I've been trusted with their livelihoods and mm. I, every person that comes to me with their business and uses it for their own business that's a huge endorsement my heart sings when I have yeah, that yeah. that is worth way more than any money in the bank account knowing that I'm mm. part of that person's journey mm. and that you know I'm I 
I, not everybody's got a mum that can make them a software tool, but I feel like I'm the mother of all these people that want to have mm. a small business and have found Pocket PA and it's matched what they need for their business. Okay. Um, and that is a really joyous thing for me. That's yeah. worth way more than money in a bank account, yeah. let me tell you. 100%. So Pocket PA then, just so these features are, obviously I know the diary is the big one. So obviously you book in clients, have yes. them there, know when your dates are, so you can go yeah. into that. Um, this is all within the app, which is, is available now as well. You can yeah. get it. Kind of, yeah, you nothing it, yeah. to download. It's yeah. a, it's called a web-based app. So okay. you just open up a web browser. Yeah. So you can open it on your phone, your tablet, your yeah. computer, your desktop, and everything syncs across okay. because it's all on the cloud. Fantastic. Yeah. So we've got diary management. Yep. You can take deposits and payments on that that go into your business account yes. now. Yep. Yep. Does your fuel and your mileage. Business well. mileage, tracking all of your expenses, yep. all of your client database. So every client that you have, it's got a really comprehensive client CRM, client relationship yep. management system. Yep. So your clients, all of your appointments, all of your billing, all of your yep. income and expenses and your accounts. And it updates your clients as well to say they've got an appointment too, right? It sends them a message. Yeah, you can do reminder emails or reminder SMSs um, to go out to them. It does a booking confirmation. It does a reminder message to remind them to come and see you. It does a thank you message afterwards. And then we've got a new little marketing module that we've put on where you can send them a broadcast message to tell them happy Christmas everyone or I'm on holiday for two weeks or we've had a leak at the at the salon and we need to shut for two weeks if you're coming to this premises I'll contact you all of those um, marketing messages and we've just recently introduced um, we've got online booking now where people can um, set up an online booking diary and integrate it into their Facebook or Instagram or their website uh, we've got packages classes um, and gift vouchers as well mm. um, and Everything, as I say, is just delivered in colour, which is like, um, you know, it seems to be yeah. a revelation when people open it and they're like, oh, my God, it looks really good to look at. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, well, why wouldn't it? Why yeah. would you want to look at something boring, boring that you yeah. don't understand? But I cannot stress when you have a small business, mm. you cannot manage what you don't measure. Mm. So if you have a if you have a plan to grow and you're starting at day dot and you haven't got any clients and whatever and you want to get to a thousand pounds a month in your, you know, in the first X number of months or whatever whatever you're, you're starting right at the beginning but you know you you've got to have a system in place in order to be able to track all of that otherwise how will you know when you're getting a thousand pound a month you're just relying on your bank statement or whatever but what have you got going out what have you got coming in how many clients that um that you've got how many appointments has that been delivered in what's the average price of your service and pocket pa does all of that information and it's got all of those metrics on the dashboard so it's got all of those those numbers telling you in a clear easy colored box straight away what those numbers are mm. so that if you're at point a and you want to get to point b if you're at a thousand pound a month and you want to get to two thousand pound a month you've got to know what that gap is because if you don't if you just say oh yeah let me look in my filofax or my my eye calendar and then you have to count up manually every time yeah. oh yeah i've got seven appointments this week or whatever you've got to have that why would you want to waste time just counting them all you've got to have that that plan in place so you can't manage what you don't measure so you need to have this information at your fingertips and it doesn't need to be you don't need a maths degree in order to be mm. able to use pocket pa that's the point oh, brilliant no fantastic um yeah i guess Maybe like obviously wrapping up now and coming towards the end, I think today's been like a really nice conversation because it's for just for me as a personal perspective, mm. understanding entrepreneurship is or well, my takeaways basically are that there is no like 
rule book to it you know you just got an idea and then just go research and just give it a go effectively mm-hmm. like there's nothing but plan really... plan it Pla- yeah, yeah plan 100 yeah. plan but yeah. in terms of anything else because that for me every time i see any individual that again has that like, look looks like they have that over mm. overnight success moment and you look at things it's almost as if like right okay what did you do like you, you, but this is what they've done this is maybe the service they deliver mm. this is all well and good that's fine but it's mm. almost what did you do to achieve this complete explosion and you know popularity revealed, and also yeah, yeah yeah but th- there's just there's just not is there it's just just what's do. yes what did they do what did they do yeah and you know where do i go to learn what they might have done or whatever or how can I copy what they've done yeah. even if, if it's at a lower level yeah yeah but there, there's no I guess that you know that yeah it's, it's just there's almost again going into the discussion that we've had with like the pocket PA side of stuff like you had no idea of there's code. no playbook I didn't know you what just to do yeah basically hopped on the internet found someone and had a conversation right and then lots of conversations well, yeah yeah, yeah and that's the thing development and that's it yeah whereas I think for a long long time over like just my look review like view of entrepreneurship is like yeah great they're giving me these little snippets of what I could have or how easy it is mm. but then there's almost there's something that they're not quite giving me always to, yeah yeah you, but, it's about reading between the lines yeah, yeah, and yeah. and then just you know I would I would look for somebody that you that you feel that you can trust that's got credibility that's transparent mm. that looks like they're walking the walk and not just talking the talk mm. um and see what their credentials are as i say follow them watch mm. them you know watch a few people and mm. choose which one resonates with you the best and you know it's important that you do your research you don't mm. just jump into anything um yeah. and self-employment is a big step for a lot of people and i understand that it's you know and and you know it's a it's a big commitment and you might be nervous about doing it but it won't happen without action and one of the biggest frustrations for me is when people register for a, you know a 14 day free trial on pocket pa and then they don't even add a new client or they don't even add a service and i think well did you think it was just going to do it itself yeah, yeah, you've yeah, got yeah, to yeah. you know you never have to open a spreadsheet in pocket pa you just have to be a data enterer and as long as you can send a text message then you qualify to be able to use pocket pa now there isn't a you know i shouldn't think there's anybody that's thinking about going into self-employed business that can't send a text message so if you have that level of technology then you can open pocket pa and put in that the client has paid you 30 pounds you can put in that you spent 20 pounds on your petrol you can put in new appointment on monday at 10 a.m those are the small levels that you have to do and that mundane routine thing that might seem boring is what will deliver dividends for you and you have to be resigned if you if you are on a shoestring because you're starting self-employed at the beginning Mm. you are going to be needing a diy tool you are going to be needing Mm. something where guess what you do the work and if you're not prepared to do that and put that effort in self-employed life is not for you Mm. so it's not going to be you know you're not going to have the budget for an assistant right from the get-go probably unless you know you take a bank loan or you've got some extra funds to get you started but there's no reason why you can't just do something yourself in in pocket pa Mm. I mean, it's fourteen ninety nine a month. That is yeah. not breaking your bank. If yeah. you aren't prepared to invest in, you know, it's a tax deductible expense. I can't make it any simpler. Yeah, yeah. So if you're not prepared to invest in yourself of realising that you can use a simple tool and it will deliver dividends for you, mm. then you're probably, as I say, you're not set up for, yeah. for self-employed life. 
any any kind of or a final kind of snippet of gold to 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 anyone maybe listening or who's maybe in the thought of just taking the leap and they won't take the jump. So you know mm. you you know yourself right now maybe give them a little drop kick to message go me, over the message cliff. me, be my <laughs> Megan. Yeah. Um, I don't want anyone. That was the whole thing. I don't want people to feel that there is this barrier. Anyone that has a commitment to themselves mm. can have a self-employed lifestyle as long as they're prepared to take action, mm. learn by their mistakes, and they are prepared to work hard. It's within everybody's grasp. Mm. And, you know, they have to realise it's not an overnight success journey yeah. and that that it will take time, but consistency is going to pay dividends. And if they want that dream, then they should go for it. Don't waste waste you know, life wishing that they had tried it. Mm. Um, it. It's it's vital that we grab, you know, life by the horns. It's it's so short mm. and we have an opportunity to try lots of different things in our life, just like I have. You yeah. know, I've had loads of other side hustles and things that I've done on the side, which I've loved almost just as much as my bigger businesses. Um, but it's about just trying things out and a profitable business is where you make more money than you're spending. And you don't know that if you're if you're not tracking it and measuring it. Caroline, thank you very much for, That's okay. for coming on. Appreciate so it. can I just tell everyone if they would like to download a free checklist yeah, about how it. to yeah. scale um, uh, for, for self-employed business owners? There's going to be a link in the show notes, I think. Yeah, so what I will do, because obviously what we'll do is we'll split it over across of like the space of three weeks. Perfect. So I'll yeah. have it in each, each Yeah, link so well, you so can find me on Instagram, Caro Sison or um, pocketpa.gb and um, my website is pocketpa.com or carosison.com as well and there are free downloads that you can go to get um, from my carosison.com or you can try Pocket PA straight away for 14 days for free at pocketpa.com. Lovely. Thank you very pleasure. much for coming on. Oh, Appreciate it's been a pleasure. It.